0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee.
1: If you would turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 2, I'm going to look at Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14, and then we'll jump to verse 21. I want to... Continue look at, looking at the events that surrounded the Christmas story. Luke chapter two verse thirteen and fourteen records the angels giving God thanks and praise for the entry of Christ into the world. Verse 21 following of Luke chapter 2 records Jesus being brought to the temple to be presented. Amen and so we look at both accounts rather quickly and see how much we can glean from there god has been so good to us look chapter 2 verse 13 it reads and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host what they were doing praising god saying verse 14 glory to god in the highest and on earth peace goodwill amen what a blessing amen Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill towards men. We are told from verse 14. The angel of the Lord, I think verse 10, 11. The angel of the Lord, some people claim it's Gabriel. uh, At this point, it doesn't matter. Visited the shepherds and told them that Christ was born. And said he was born in a manger. Amen. And told him he was wrapped in swaddling clothing. And while the angel... Of the lord was talking to the shepherds all of a sudden verse 13 came on the scene so we are told uh, 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 so while the angel of the lord is announcing the birth of jesus we are told suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts praising god the word multitude here means a large number a large number god pulled back the curtains of the spirit realm and gave the shepherds a glimpse of what was taking place in in the spiritual realm. And what was taking place in the spiritual realm was a multitude, a great number of heavenly hosts. The word heavenly host here means, it means an army. The word host means an army of angels. Tens of thousands of angels giving God praise. Wouldn't that be a wonderful scene to behold? Amen. I mean in the dark all of a sudden everything just got lit up. Praise God. Amen. How many of you think that would make a lasting impression on you? you? God is a wonderful God. Did God have to do that? No, but he's so good and he's so excited. Heaven is so excited. Finally, God is making a way to bridge the gap between him and human being. Devil caused in, 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 in um, Eden. Are you with me? It's always God's will to be with us. The Bible said day by day, God came down and he walked with adam and eve they spoke amen how are we doing son yeah i'm doing good dad every day and when the devil deceived adam and eve christian came and god longed longed to bring us back together with him are you with me and finally when god made entry into the world what a blessing heaven broke out in prison worship i think that's an example to you and i amen the Bible says in Revelation chapter 5 you don't have to turn there in verse 11 twelve. Revelation chapter 5 when Jesus attempted to take the scroll and broke the uh, the seals of the scroll we are told that John said this is what I see angels they've always been there praising God and rejoicing are you with me giving God praise and worship we are told in heaven this is what happened John said and I beheld you don't have to turn there I'll read it Revelation 5 11 and 12 I want you to take that in John said I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them he's trying to give us a number of the angels and he said the number of the angels were 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands what's that (laughs) a lot are you with me That's what happened. Now you with me? Just angels, just worshipping and giving God praise. And what they were saying in verse 12, it, they were saying with a loud voice. With a what? A loud voice. You cannot praise God in your heart. You cannot do what? You cannot praise God where? You will see in verse, in verse, 13, in verse 14, they gave glory to God and they were saying some. Can you go at the end of verse 13? At the end of verse 13. Saying... You take glory to God, saying you got to what? Say something. You've got to say something. You've got to do what? Say something. That's why it's important to know God's word. Because the more you know God's word, is the better you can say His word to Him. God has one God has one responsibility, and that's to honor His word. The more you know it and the more you say it is the more honor God will. Are you with me? Now I'm not saying your suggestions and your opinions are not good. I just prefer taking God's word and saying it back to him. Because I know God has a responsibility to what? Honor his word. The Bible says in Psalms 138 verse 2 and 3. God has magnified his word above all his name. So God's word of Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom. Are you with me? So the more you know God's word is the better you'll be able to praise God. are you getting what i'm saying brothers and sisters so god has magnified his word above his name and i always say that what the reason why god does that is what good is your name if you cannot keep your word what good is is what is your name if you cannot keep your word so god's word amen that's why god put so much so they were praising god it looks like they were having what i call a praise party the angelic choir praise God for what he will do in and through the life of this newborn child. What a blessing. I mean, God either gave the shepherds a special insight. This is what he gave them a special insight into what was happening in heaven. So you and I, glory be to God, can read about it. Amen. What were they saying? Verse 4 as they were saying, Glory to God, where? In the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men i think many times we run over this verse and there's so much in this verse it tells you how people in heaven speak it gives us an idea a clue a clue as to how people in heaven speaks how people in the presence of god speaks amen they said glory to god glory to god where in the highest to glorify god is to heap praises unto god amen and on earth so they cried they shouted glory to god amen In the highest refers to the highest and the most exalted place, which is in heaven. So they're saying, God, we worship you. We magnify your name and on earth peace. The word peace here is not shalom. A lot of, I've, I've read a lot of commenta- a lot of commentaries and they said the word peace here, shalom, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. I have no problems with that. But the word peace here is a word, amen, it, uh, uh, um, it means, this is what the word means. Uh, and that's what I needed to understand because this is what the Christmas story is about. The Christmas story is about what the angels are saying about God because of Jesus' entry into the earth. Are you with me? Amen. I need you to stick with me, brothers and sisters. Amen, brothers and sisters stick with me the word the word here for uh, for for peace in the greek is uh, irony and it means it means one it means quietness it means rest it also means to set at one again so what are they saying they're saying look 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 this is what they're saying they said finally god can be one with human beings again They're saying finally God gets rest. It also means satisfaction. It means kindness, wish, desire towards men. So it is saying now for many of you, I know many of you like me, you've been told over the years, God is an angry God. Well, for many, you know, I meant, well, many of you, maybe you were not brought up in church like I did. Amen but when i when i I was told that god is an angry god god even the old testament says that god is angry with the sinners every day but that's no longer so amen since jesus came into the world god is no longer angry with us one preacher said god is not even in a bad mood are you with me so god is not angry and i'm going to prove it that's what the angels are saying the angels are saying peace Peace means satisfaction here. It means delight. It means to be set at one again. They're saying one more time. Again, God is satisfied because of Jesus' entry and what he's going to do for human beings. You see for a long time God has been trying to get us back with him. Amen? And the devil has been over and over again. Amen? Using and abusing human beings. You have a spiritual being taking advantage of human beings and God said enough is enough. I'm going to come into the world. I, with me saints? I'm going to come into the world and give them power and authority So they can fight back. That's why the the Bible tells us in James chapter 4 verse 7. It says resist the devil. And he will what? So God is saying look I came here so you can fight back. No you cannot fight the devil in your mind. You got to say something. Amen you got (laughs) to. You got to say something. The Bible says in Psalms 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the lord yes lord yes lord and if you're redeemed here this morning you can say something amen you can say something because you've got power you've got what power Power and authority now brothers and sisters that's good news amen that's that's what the angel that's what that's why heaven is breaking out in praise and worship Amen. That's why what? Heaven is breaking out in praise and worship. Because finally, human beings, God's highest creation, can now have the power to fight back. Now, I know many of you have, maybe many of of you like me, you were not told so. But brothers, I'm telling you, this is the word. I'm going to prove it in a while. I'm going to show you God is not mad with you, regardless of the challenges you're going through. Amen. Where you are now, the challenges you're going through is not God. I'll tell you who it is. It's your fault. Are you with me? It's our fault. It's through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Lord have mercy. Amen. God has nothing to do with that. Do you know what? I, for the years, <laughs> this is what the devil has done. The devil has he's looked at us and he's trained us to destroy us. And he moved on. Amen. And while we are destroying ourselves, we are saying it's God. But he's trained us real well to embrace the wrong thoughts. To make the wrong decisions, to be emotionally driven, are you with me? Be using, amen, not our senses, glory be to God. And then he moved on, and here we are saying it's God. It's not God. Brothers and sisters, that's good news. This is what the Christmas story is about. The Bible says here, the angels are saying, glory be to God in heaven, the highest, and on earth. Who lives on earth? Human beings, peace, satisfaction, amen? So the word man here means, it, it is a Greek word that means human being. It's not male men. Are you with me? That word is anthropos and that's where we get the study of human means anthropology. Amen. So it's towards human beings. So notice it is peace from God towards human beings. It is not peace amongst human beings. Making. Vertically, there is peace. Horizontally, God hasn't guaranteed that. But from God's standpoint, he's saying towards men, the war is over. The hostility is over. We are okay. Yeah. Because Jesus is going to, Jesus is uh, birth, birth, death, burial, and resurrection. We are, God is all right with us. And I'm going to show you why. I'm going to show you why we are right with God. Because all our sins, current, past, and future, God placed it on Jesus Christ. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. So, hallelujah, that is good news. Amen? Amen. This is what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 53. Can you go to Isaiah chapter 53? Let's just look at the goodwill, the good news God has gave us, given us during this Christmas season. Isaiah 53 verse 10 says, Yet it pleased the Lord to do what? To Isaiah 53 verse 10. You got it? You got to see that. Yet it pleased the Lord to do what? To bruise Jesus Christ He hath put him to grief. What did did God do to Jesus? He put Jesus to grief. That is why God says peace. Now it's okay because your grief and my grief he bore. So Jesus put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. Jesus' soul was made an offering for our sins. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, He who knew no sin became sin, so that I might become the righteousness of God. And you get what? Jesus took it. That is why the angels are rejoicing and saying, Peace on earth, goodwill towards men, human beings. God is alright with us now. Amen glory so he continued he shall see his seed or that's referring to us god looked down through eternity and he see the number of christians that's going to get saved and the bible said please god to crush jesus lord have mercy his own son Mm. he shall he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the lord shall prosper in Jesus' hands can you go to first 11 verse 11 says quickly It says, he shall see, God shall see the travail. The word travail here means anguish. God looked from the cross and he saw Jesus in anguish. His soul. That's why he said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Now that's anguish. That is why, brothers and sisters, you hear me. Don't let anybody try to approach God. Don't let anybody interpret God for you. God crushed Jesus for you amen are you with me go to god he's your father talk to him amen take your case to jesus christ talk to him he's your father you and i have a right to do that are you getting what i'm saying saints? jesus god said in 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 isaiah chapter 1 verse 50 don't turn there he said he said come isaiah 1 17 come let's reason together god said that he said you got a case to make come let's talk He said, though your sins are as red as crimson, I'm going to make them as white as snow. Five, seven hundred years before Jesus came on the cross, Isaiah prophesied and he said that. God said, you got an issue, you got a problem, come to me. You think you have something to say, come to me. Let us talk. You can do that. You You can talk to Jesus. You can say, God, I got some issues. I've made a few mistakes, but I heard somewhere in your word that you're no longer mad with me. I thought you were mad with me my conscience told me so my old preachers told me so are you with me my family told me so i know some of you looking at me i grew up in church you do not know i since i was five years old i was in church and i've been under 10 pastors and i'm telling you brothers and sisters i thought god was mad with me when my father died i was 16 they said to me god took your father and i could not worship god for four to five years until i was reading his death certificate and when i read his death certificate i saw cause of death and the holy spirit said to me it's, is that me yeah the holy ghost said that is that me was i the one who took him it's right here and that weight just lifted many of us we still have issues with god because somebody told us our loss is because of god it's not God. God is not mad with you. Are you with me? You need to free yourself and lift your hands and worship God. No longer should you feel unworthy. The Bible says, in the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, there is therefore now no condemnation. To those who are in what? Anybody in Christ Jesus? Yeah, yeah. If you are in Christ Jesus, the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation. The word condemnation means unfit for use. The Bible says, now you are no longer unfit for use. Isn't that a blessing? To those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Man, that's good news. That is excellent news. Man, that, that makes me smile. To know that God is for me. To know that heaven is for me. Let's continue quickly. Peace from God. So, because of the birth of Jesus Christ, God is rest satisfied, can be set at one again with human beings. Amen. Man, God is so. This is what Colossians chapter Colossians chapter one verse twenty. Quickly turn there. Let's see what the Bible says with respect to the peace God is talking about. Colossians chapter one verse twenty says what? It says what? Verse 20. You got it and having made peace hmm, through the blood of what by him to reconcile all things what it's right here the peace the angel spoke about from god towards men how was it experienced it was experienced through the blood of his cross the blood the new covenant yes the bruising the anguish the pain The peace from God towards men. That's what brought it to pass. The crushing and the bruising and the blood. Because of that the Bible says he reconciled all things to himself. Isn't that a blessing? Because of Jesus' death, burial and resurrection. Now we reconcile to God. It's alright. God is now stretching down from heaven and saying it's all our hands. Amen. Let me pull you up. Amen. Let me give you your hands up. Isn't that a blessing? you, You haven't got to walk... Brothers and sisters, you don't have to walk around condemned. Do you hear me? Hey, Kabash! You don't have to. Man, that's good news. Don't you listen to these naysayers? Let me tell you, don't you listen to the devil. Are you with me? That's it. You got to know who you are in Christ. Who you are in Christ. What you can do and where you are. In Christ, the Bible says, "In, in I think it's glory, be to Jesus." Ephesians two six it says, "Where we are, we are seated in heavenly places." In Christ Jesus, what can we do? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Are you with me? Who are we? We Righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You got to know that stuff. So when your thoughts come, when your conscience, when it comes and it tries to condemn you, you say, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, I've, I think I made a few mistakes, but no, I am not going there with you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, I've made a few mistakes, but there is therefore now no condemnation. Let me tell you, if you don't do that, you'll walk around depressed, hurt. You'll start saying stuff. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? You need to be delivered from all of that. The Bible says that we should be able to cast down our thoughts and imaginations that That exalted, exalted, that exalts themselves above the word of God. If it's not in accordance with God's word, you cast it down. But you got to know God's word. You got to know the truth. Truth will set you free. That's what John chapter 8 verse 31 says. It says, if you be my disciples, then you will know the truth. It says, if you be my disciples, you're going to continue. And that is the problem. Let me tell you, let me tell you the major problem in Christendom. We do not continue in God's word. And if you don't read God's word, you won't find out God's truth. You don't wait to come here to get God's truth. Now I can do the most as I can, amen? I can do the most, prepare and teach you the truth. But the best is to sit at the house and hear God speak to you. You got a promise from God. It says in Isaiah, it says, you will hear a word saying, this is the way, (laughs) walk in it. So you can avoid issues and problems and heartaches and backaches and stress, are you getting what I'm saying? Because you will hear God saying, this is the way are walking in. Brothers and sisters, Christmas time is a beautiful time. Are you with me? It is time to tell God, thank you for what you did. And not walk around being condemned. Are you with me? Go tell the devil, give him, give him the hand. Oh, so ladies, you can do it better than I. What, what you tell him? Talk to the... That's what, they, when the thoughts can be told, to, no, 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 not today. Not today, I know who I am in Christ. Yes, I've made some mistakes. No, God is for me. God is with me. His name is Emmanuel. God is with us. He's with us. And God's word is good. Good. Are you with me, saints? You got to be encouraged, saints. You got to be encouraged. Don't let your conscience beats you down are you hearing what i'm saying don't let your conscience take you out you worship god and thank god and move amen romans chapter 5 verse 1 says there is therefore romans chapter 5 says therefore being justified what you got to see it quickly romans chapter 5 verse 1 and then we'll jump over glory be to jesus romans chapter 5 verse 1 says therefore being justified by faith we have what it's right here again. How many times must God say it? The angels rejoicing, peace from God towards human beings. It's in the Bible. Therefore, being ju- you know what justified means? To make just as if you never sinned. It's, it's to be right with Father, justify. God, when you accept Christ and the Holy Spirit takes you and immerses you in the body of Christ, uh, from God's standpoint, you've never sinned. This is amazing. Oh no no I'll tell you who tell I'll tell you who call your sinner you and other people <laughs> but god <laughs> your mind will tell you some stuff by the time you look let me tell you the, the there were day the there was this John I looked at myself in the mirror and my mind began to speak to me and by the time I le- by the time I left the bathroom I had to pick myself up from the floor because my mind was talking to me and telling me all my <laughs> yes yeah, and by the time I left the bathroom... That's why I say no. All I tell him is give him the hand. No, no, no. Not today. Not today. I know what God says about me. I know heaven is fighting for me. I know Jesus was born. And he came to take away my sins. Amen. Oh, can you give the Lord some praise? Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to Jesus hallelujah i'm going to give you one more verse and i'm going to jump to because i need to show you i need to show you how good god is we'll jump over in a while to jesus's presentation but 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 ephesians chapter 6 verse 15 says this right here ephesians chapter 6 verse 15 ephesians 6 15 it says one of the one of the the weapon in our arsenals as Christians, we have the helmet of salvation, we got the shield of faith, amen, we got the breastplate of righteousness. The other weapon we have in our, in our arsenal is what? Your feet shod, shod. The word shod means to bind on the one's feet, to put on shoes as sandals. The word shod means what? To put on shoes as sandals. What Shoes put on. It's right there. So it says, and your feet short about, your feet short about, your feet have shoes, and what's the shoes? Preparation of the gospel of what? If you walk around that way, the church would be filled. If you walk around with your feet and with your shoes are tied up in peace. <laughs> are you with me? You get what you, you that's short about means to put in your shoe. If you're fit, that's why the Bible says how beautiful are the feet who those that bring the gospel. Because those who bring the gospel, the good news, they are bringing peace. They are saying God is no longer mad with you. God is for you. That's the good news. When people hear that, they said, "I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that for a while. I have been told all my life, God is against me." God is trying, you know, you know, I, I grew up in church and I would heard and I would hear the, the mothers pray and then they would say, get him Holy Ghost, get him Holy Ghost. Oh, get them Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, I've heard, no, I know many of you, you didn't grow up in a church like I do, like I did. You grew up in a good church. But I grew up in a church where when the mothers pray, I prayed with them and I, I still hear some of these prayers and I have to, I have to take it down. because You cannot tell, who are you to tell God, get them? Think about it. Who, who are you to tell God who to chastise or who to beat or who not to or who to get? You know who, to, who, who are we to tell God get? God, are you, are you for real? Is, is God is God over? Are you, are you getting get what I'm saying? Think about Think about the press they prayed. and some of us still say, get him, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not getting anybody. His ministry is to unveil Jesus to us i'll tell you what's getting us galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says be not deceived god is not mocked whatsoever he shall reap if you sow a ditch you'll fall in a ditch now that's what's happening it's a law it is not god are you with me sense you get you got to get away you got to come alive and accept the truth of god's word the truth will make you free it will set you free to hear from god are you with me I remember my days. There was a time I used to walk around saying, "God, how comes I never hear you? How comes, how comes I never I hear these people talking about how they hear from God and expect God?" And God told me once, "You need to crawl out from beneath that Old Testament. You need to crawl from beneath that law. Crawl, get out of it, so you can hear me, because the letter killeth, but the Spirit gives life."